What's up, friends? Welcome back to the Dark Waters. I'm your host, Josh. Uh, as always, man, I just want to thank you guys for everything, for uh, listening, sharing the podcast, uh, the interaction, everything, man. It's been all great, man. I can't thank you guys enough. Uh, it's Wednesday, uh, halfway through the work week. I hope everyone's having a good week so far. I just got off the water. I went down to Otisco Lake. <laughs> What's up, Ratty? Uh, went fishing, caught a few fish, man. Nothing big, nothing crazy. Most of them were sitting on beds, and I, I'm not that good at bed fishing, so um, had a hard time today. But uh, whatever, I caught some fish uh, using a shaky head and a chatterbait, so I had a great time. Like I said, I hope everyone else is enjoying their week as well. Um, not much going on. Um, getting ready for the weekend. No tournaments or anything like that for me. Just going to be some fun fishing. Uh, looking forward to that. I uh, hope everyone else has got some big things coming up. Um, so, but, uh, but I don't know, we'll jump right into this. Actually, let me go ahead. Obviously, I, I need to thank my uh, some people who support the show, give them some, some love. But uh, make sure you guys check out uh, Outdoorsman Coffee, uh, David Cruz, great guy, great American, awesome kayak angler, uh, veteran, all that good shit. Uh, get yourself some coffee, man. Stay ca- caffeinated and get your uh, caffeine from someone who's uh, in, the, in the family, in the community. Uh, Outdoorsman Coffee, use, uh, you know, all capitalized, Dark Waters, I think, uh, 10, Dark Waters 10, get yourself a discount. Uh, X-Zone Lures, dude, I've been crushing the fish with them lately, especially the swimmer, man. I, lo- I really love that thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, capital D, capital W, 15, get yourself a discount or, or whatever. Just, if you need, if you need plastics, they're a good place to go. If you need coffee, Outdoorsman got some great coffee. But, uh, other than that, we'll jump right into this. Uh, my next guest, Greg Nazar. I think I said his name, last name right. It's spelled weird, man. Like some people just butcher the alphabet for no reason. I don't, I don't get it. But uh, anyways, Greg's a great guy. Uh, he's the one. He's the brains behind the uh, kayak bass or yeah bass bracket tour. Uh, a lot of excitement behind the first the first one he did. Uh, we just finished up the final four and, the, and we found out who our champion was this past weekend. Uh, great stuff, man. Um, I enjoyed following it. I've enjoyed talking about sharing it. I enjoyed talking to all the competitors in it. It was it was awesome. It was just what we needed during this uh, COVID-19 bullshit. And it, sh- it could change the way, not completely, but give options a way we can compete in the future. Uh, and just give you more options. I mean, tournament fishing is fun. Ain't got to be one way. Ain't got to be two ways. It can be as many ways as we want. But you got to be creative. Uh, he, 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 he pulled some shit out of his ass, and I loved it. Uh, but anyways, man, we just it was just a recap of this past bracket. And we just caught up. Talked about the whole experience, and it was great, man. So I'm not going to waste any more time, guys. My, my son's chasing me around the hallway right now. So uh, anyways, hope you guys are doing all right. Uh, take care. We'll talk again soon. Ciao. All right, Greg, we're recording. Welcome back to the Dark Waters, friend. Thank you, buddy. How you doing, man? Good, good, good. I'm uh, I'm tired, man. Dude, uh, I'm week... worn out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't even imagine with you, man. Like, uh, how many weeks was this? Four? Well, we're in our fifth. We're in our fifth week. Fifth uh, week, yeah. Yeah, fifth week, man. And you know, the amount of work that's been put into this, you know, before every broadcast, before you know, putting the brackets together. 
I mean, dude, it's a lot, man. And people just don't have any idea. And then, you know, come like Monday and, you know, I got a full-time job working, you know, 50, 50, 60 hours on my full-time job too, man. It's, it's, it is exhausting, but, uh, yeah, you know, I, mean, I, I got your, uh, like I'm still on the, um, the, the group page or the Facebook page. And so every message you get, I, I see they come through me and it's just like, nobody leaves you alone. Uh, you're constantly getting messages, uh, yeah. and then, you know, your eight hour, nine hour days at on sa- every Saturday or whatever. Uh, yeah. it, it, this is, this is a lot of work, man. A lot of it work. Is. This well, you know what, man? I mean, number one key in business, man, is, you know, if you want to be successful in everything that you, you, you do, the number one key I think in being a success is to respond to everybody as quick as you can, either good or bad. You know what I mean? You, you got to face it, face it head on every message, every, comment every what whatever it takes you know you want to grow the sport you gotta or grow and 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 again take take the good and bad out of it man you just got to respond no response is is not good man so i I welcome it all man so so uh just in case there's anyone who's uh new to the show why don't we just we'll do like a little uh uh, a little uh whatever we'll recap what what did you start why'd you start it and then we'll, we'll start from there well, yeah, KBBT started basically in a whim, man. It was just a complete uh, crazy idea that I really never saw in bass fishing at all. I mean, look, man, I've been following bass bass fishing since, you know, the Bass Masters and, you know, getting the Bass Master magazine when I was like seven years old, man. I, I remember signing up for bass and getting the logo in, in the mail and bass magazines and stuff like that, man. Huge fan of it. So, I mean, you know, the whole adage of, of bass fishing is live tournament events and going out and um, seeing everybody at the at the dock and, shooting the crap and just kind of, um, you know, convening afterwards when it's all said and done, just having a good old time, man. And that's great, man. But COVID-19 changed all that, man. And so, um, you know, with technology today, there's no reason why we still can't compete. And man, look, I think we talked before, I'm an avid sports fan, huge March Madness fan, and not having it this year, man, sucked. And, you know, not having a bracket filled out sucked. So I'm just like, you know what, man, why don't we just try to do this, um, you know, social distancing thing and just open this thing up into a 64 man bracket and put them all together and see um who wants to do it so i went on kayak bass nation and kind of threw out that as a crowdsourcing idea and um sure enough man people are like just do it man and um dude within like two days people signed up you know in the first bracket didn't know anybody hardly in, in in that bracket whatsoever we just threw all these guys together and try to break them up into regions the best we can and dude it, it was like you know, it was just literally throwing dice on the table, see where it lands. But man, the stories that came out of this freaking bracket, man, um, and and the drama, uh, both good and bad. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it created a buzz. And look, man, you know, I've always been told, you know, um, you know, good or bad, as long you know, bad news, good news, as long as people are talking about you, that's all you can do, man. And yeah. um, dude, this has been incredible, man. I mean, in the finale last night. And, and the two the two heavyweights from Texas and Florida going at it, you couldn't have wrote a, a, a better story than, than what happened. I mean, you know, people are hated on Conrad, and uh, you know they they it was like the the villain versus the hero. You know what I mean? <laughs> and and sometimes the villain wins, man. But you know what? There's part two. <laughs> so yeah. you know what I mean? And it's just it's just so cool, man, to see that kind of transpire. Conrad uh, pulled it out at the very, I mean, with 20 minutes to go, man, he pulled that fish out and, um, it, you know, Hey, you gotta give him, you gotta give it to him, man. Yeah. Well, what were like, so, you know, 
we, we it was five weeks, and this this was all done on a win. Like we weren't playing this uh, you know two months ago at all. We were all getting ready for a national yeah. championship in Alabama, whatever. We were all we all had our uh, 2020 season um, already written out, and, and that's what we were ready for. Then obviously shit happens. COVID 19 comes in. Um, you know the thing that I watched things get better. In, in the sense that I didn't know how it was going to play out at first. I didn't even know who was going to be able to fish, where people were going to be able to, you know, because like a week a week prior to this event even starting, uh, New York State was shut down as far as uh, all the marinas, all the uh, boat launches, and you know, and just uh, so it, but it gradually opened up, and it, it, you know, it, it I don't know, it, it just uh, it was cool to watch it like go from me like, is this really going to happen? How you know how's it going to be until now? It was like. Everyone was doing it. Um, the shit talking, the the fun, the 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 entertainment part of it, like it, it really came out really good. But it was like it was a weird five weeks just watching it grow, and then um you know the the excitement that it, it's brought and and just the characters that it's built, the yeah. uh, the, mm. the people that we've learned about through it. I mean, Peppin, who the hell was that guy? I don't know. I don't know. I, mean, I, 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 I want to I want I want to fish I want to fish with him. I really oh, do. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, man, I mean, you're exactly right, man. It, it brought it. Listen, let me tell you this, man. You know, we're 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 kind of like um, we're bred because of professional sports to look at certain individuals, and and, and you have a top ten list, right? You know, in, in all sports. But you forget, man. Like even the guy who's the sixth on the bench was a star in college, or the star, you know, in in uh, you know in in high school and everything else. I mean, they came out probably number one in their state, five star recruits and everything else. Man, these guys can play. These guys can fish, man. These people who are not your bigger names. This last past weekend, man, in this May bracket, dude, we had three of the four number one seeds go down. I mean, that doesn't happen in in in, in pro sports. I mean, you know, in a normal tournament. These guys across the nation know how to fish, man. And so we are trying to do our best to bring out so-called no names to the limelight and, and, and just develop the respect that they so much deserve, man. Dude, we're all fishermen. We know how to fish, man. And uh, it's not just the top ten guys that has a bunch of names on their on their on their shoulders, man. I, I want them too, but man, I tell you, bringing out a guy like John Pepin and seeing his fishery and seeing him beat Eric Siddiqui and seeing him beat the gauntlet that he had to go through with smallmouth fishing in, in in the UP of Michigan, dude, what a great story, man. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what a great guy too. Uh, I, had a, I had I had a blast having him on the show. So you know, you um, you you taking on this like. Like I said, we weren't playing this a little bit over a month ago, and all of a sudden you're like, I'm gonna do this. Uh, what has been, the, what has the journey for you been like? You know, first you start off as a competitor, uh, you didn't make it, and then you just became your baby. Like, what's been the uh, experience of doing something, you know, this big? Because it wasn't like you just, you know, like like one thing that I have like the online tournaments is like you get that one guy, he sets it up, he sets it up on Tourney X, and then disappears. People sign up, and then whatever, uh, you find out who your winner is at the end of the month, and people get paid. And that's the end of it. Like you put a lot of effort into this. You were, uh, you're doing uh, live feed, your live feeds, you know, a few times a week. You're uh, all, you're on the computer all day, game day. Uh, what has been this whole experience for you? Uh, you know, did you, did you, was there any time you thought you took on too much at once, or uh, just what was your whole experience with this? This is new. Let's hear, let's hear what it was like for you. Like. Well, I mean, look, man, there, there's good and bad to everything, right? And and look, I, I, one thing I guess is good for me is I, I know when I don't know things, you know what I mean? And, and when I need help, I'm not afraid to ask for it. And so, you know, we were able to bring on Marcus Coates, and, who just volunteered, hey, look, I, mean, I want to help you broadcast. I'm like, sure, man. Uh, and then Todd Patrick came over, uh, and, you know, he's got experience in emceeing KBF events. And so the more the help, the better, man. And so, um, you know, I, I was, I've been I'm able to delegate. There is good and bad in this, man. 
Uh, there's no doubt about it. I have look when I've when I've set this bracket up, I had no idea what it was going to turn into. Man, I told you this before, man. If it sucks, it sucks. I mean, it is what it is, man. I mean, anybody else is going to fail. Just put my name on it and just go on. I mean, I don't care. But man, you know, there there has been some phenomenal things. I mean, no doubt, ninety percent of the things that have come out of this has been just unbelievable. Um, but there's you know there's ten percent of it that you always have to kind of defend. And uh, when you create a baby, uh, you want to defend it, and 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 we do. Uh, you know, but I'm open. I can see both sides. There's this whole fight between live events and then online tournaments and stuff like that. And yeah, we're online, man. We understand. And people kept on saying that this is a honey hole thing and, um, and all that stuff. And and that's fine, man. I mean, that's cool. If that's what you believe. And and if you think that you have to show your pride out because you, you, you win a live event for one day, go right ahead, man. But I I guarantee you, if you ask Matt Frenchress today, and if you ask, uh, Conrad Benetti today, what was harder for them to do, win this championship or win a live event? I'm going to tell you straight up, man. Six weeks of a grind or five weeks of a grind, what they had to do, man, especially going back-to-back, um, you know, Saturday and Sunday, 10 hours a day, I don't think there's any comparison. Call the honey – and another thing, too, is defending you, – you know, look, if you – I'm a defender, man. If, if you come on board with me, you, you know, hey, you, you've entrusted me, and I'm going to trust you. And I've had to defend our anglers. Because they keep on getting hammered by these, uh, you know, uh, naysayers out there, and that's cool, man. Again, I I I, I admire your opinion, and, and and I respect it. Again, I'm a live um, event guy. I'm all about it, man. I love them, but again, to diminish that the the accomplishments that these guys have done is disrespectful in its at its best. Here's the deal: they keep on saying honey holes, honey holes, honey holes. I'm gonna defend Conrad Benetti here. Conrad Benetti fished seven spots in Florida. He didn't fish one. He didn't fish just Felsmere. He fished seven different spots in five weeks. He had to. He jumped. He jumped in in in, in, um, in the uh, in the final four round against William Kinnon, Rodney Kinnon. He had to go to do two different spots to beat him. And so again, these are not just little honey holes that he's picked out. Yesterday he went to um, to the Everglades. He had a paddle of um, an hour and a half through the freaking reeds, wind, and everything else to get to a spot, you know, on the Everglades. He had to carry his kayak literally through the mud. He called me, man. He had to carry his kayak through the mud. He lost his paddle. He had to carry his kayak through the mud, through uh, gators and snakes and everything else around that place, just so he can get a little small trophy, call himself a KBBT champion. I'm going to tell you something. If I lose my paddle in a live event, I'm going home. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Especially if I'm in the Everglades, for God's sake. Yeah, I'd say it's over. Yeah, man. So, I mean, look, these guys put their blood, sweat, and tears in it. And, yeah, I'm going to defend them because I know how much work that they put into it. And if you want to say that, you you know, that it's it, it's bogus and, and it's, it's a sham or whatever, man, that's your opinion, man. But don't diminish the accomplishments that these guys did during this tournament. They beat six guys at minimum to become a well, champion. And let's just, let's just say this, like – because like my my this, this, it, it's, my idea changed about like, after the second week I'm like oh wow this is a lot different than what I thought it was gonna be I mean I wasn't like because like I was like I think I told you before it's like it doesn't matter to me like if you if you know the rule set you understand the rule set and you still register then then what does it matter like you you agree to the terms and so if I go against a guy in Florida that I agree to it so it, it's not no one's cheating nothing's unfair it's it's a rule set that I agree to compete in but one of the things that you know I learned is that I got honey holes up here I went out and fished yesterday it didn't produce and so yeah. And so I was all over my lake, my home lake, trying to figure out what to do. And then look at you know, these other guys. Like it's like, like let's just talk about just you know even like live tournaments. Like who doesn't 
trying to find a honey hole in a live tournament. You have a honey you, hole. No, you pre-fish you you pre three days to find a honey hole. To find a honey hole. Now that, you look at a lot of the guys who have been successful. A lot of them have been to these lakes more than once. A lot of these guys have competed on these lakes multiple yeah. times. They figured it out. They've talked to the locals. They they got strategies even before they go pre-fish because they've been there before. And it's like yeah. you're going to tell me you guys didn't go try to wear out a spot that you knew was going to produce fish. You're going to tell me you didn't go try to do that. Um like, you know, and like, like, I'm not saying it's not fair, but I'm like, hey, there's some people who's only been there. This is their first time. Uh, yeah. If we're gonna talk about fair, we're gonna talk about what's you know fair, and not fair. Is it fair to them that you had this, 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 this stuff figured out? Like, like I said, it's all fair because you all agree to the same rule set. So I don't ever look at things unfair. And like, even with the honey hole thing, it's like, let's just say Conrad, did, like he did, he used his honey holes that produce big bass. I've gone to honey holes before and they don't produce bass. You know what I mean? So he had yeah. to deal with, you know, like, day after day. Or a weekend at the weekend, different weather, different conditions, and so it, to me, it's still, it still it was impressive. I mean, granted, it I would I wouldn't um you know he, he, there's just those Florida fish are so big right now. And, well, uh, let, you know, let me say this: the final four guys, and I, maybe they'll kill me for saying this. Here's the deal: here's your honey hole lakes that these guys fished in the final four. Let me give them to you. You ready for this? Conrad Benetti fished the Everglades of Florida. Okay, William uh, Kinnon fished um, Toledo Bend in Caddo. Okay, uh, Jonathan Pepin fished Lake Michigan. Yeah. And Matt Fredris fished around the Lake Fork area. So call those honey holes or not, man. Those are big lakes that big all the big boys compete on. Yeah. Every you know on the bass tournaments that all across the nation compete on those lakes. How are those honey holes? <laughs> I mean, those fish can be anywhere. In, in I mean, thousands of miles square square miles on on all those lakes, man. Yeah. I don't want to hear it, man. These guys fished the premium waters across the United States. They didn't fish some golf course pond. They fished the premium lakes that anybody in the world would want to fish. Yeah. And then on top of that, everyone in in the tournament, in the bracket, not people outside the bracket, not the like everyone who participated in this all agreed to these rules and these rules that we all knew what was going to happen when we signed up for. So I don't really like. I understand where some people come from if you're talking like. like Let's just play devil's advocate with Conrad, though, because his ability to talk shit and stir up a crowd oh, yeah. is, is impressive in itself, okay? <laughs> it's, um, it's mine, yeah, so, no doubt. So a lot, a lot of this drama comes from uh, the drama he started, but um, I don't know. I feel like when, when I look at it now, I look at, you know, and I looked at the KBN, like, there's a um, – or not just KBN, but like, just the, uh, the social media in general. It's just like there was a lot of like – like both sides, like uh, like it's a different like it's a different kind of competition when you look at like a live event. Yeah. What, what you doing? It's a different kind of competition. Could Conrad go and compete with someone like Ryan Lambert on Gunnersville in a week note or you know whatever? I don't know. I don't I don't know Conrad as a as a person. I've never fished with him before. I don't know. Uh, all I know this is the first time I ever met him was through this. So I don't know. But the sure. thing is, that's a different kind of competition. They're not the same. It's uh, it's 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 uh. They're different strategies or different setups. Yeah. It's like one, one's flag football, one's tackle football, or one's – and so it, it's just different. So the point of arguing about it doesn't make any sense because they're two different rule sets or two different it things is, in man. general. No, I mean, look, you know, go back to Conrad. I mean, look, he's our champion, and you know, I, I, I you know, I, I embrace it with both hands, man. He's he 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 worked hard and he got it, man. Uh, and 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 how he did it was, I mean, I respect the crap out of that guy, man. He Absolutely. he can fish, and and you say, well, could Conrad go anywhere in the nation and, and go against one on one or or anybody else? Look, man, you take the same uh, ways that you fish uh, and how he fishes, and he knows how to fish and what baits and in conditions. 
I, I, yeah, I would put Conrad against anybody in this nation. Now, it's absolutely it, possible. It's, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Because me and you both know when you've, when you've done this, like, figure out a lake, like a different lake, whether it be a reservoir or a grass lake or whatever, it can be challenging. That's why, you know, like some lakes I'm, I'm good at, some lakes I'm not good yeah, at. And sure. If you look at, like, someone like Cody Milton, he's fished all the lakes, and so he can – or right, Russ and I, they, 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 they're good yeah, they at figuring, they're good at figuring lakes out. That's what makes them so successful. Yeah. But they also had a hard time in their live event, or at least Russ Snyder did had to, had a hard time in his live yeah. event. Oh, uh, not live event. Uh, his uh, online event. That, what do you want to call the Five Live or whatever? Yeah. Uh, it's it's online. But, but I mean, like. But just, that was your honey holes, man. Every single one of them were trying to find a honey hole, a place they would produce fish. And I think, I think and the, the argument, you know, I, I sit neutral on thing, but when I when I break it down, like, the argument doesn't really work for me because it's like. What good angler doesn't go and try to exploit a honey hole um, if he can? Now, granted, Florida does – I guess – I don't know because Texas produces really big fish too, and Texas didn't win. Um, so I don't know. It's, 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 to me, these, these arguments are all kind of invalid. It's just like how about we just not argue if, if, if you're a live event guy? That's awesome. If you want to do online stuff, that's fine because they're all forms of competition, and as long as everyone agrees to the rule set – there is no argument anymore. This is just there, the way there is it. it, man. You know, as I said, I, and, and to be honest with you, I don't care, man. I mean, look, I'm a fish both. You know, as I said, it was it was a time of what we needed competition to be, and just grew, grew into something that's spectacular. Uh, you know, I think, and I think, as I said, 90% of the community really rallied behind this uh, concept yeah. and idea, and it's a cooperative event. It's a coinciding event. So I wouldn't be fishing here the the, the KBF trail here in um, right in my backyard, Potomac River. But at the same time, you know, I, I'm also going to be helping run KBBT. And, and, and things like that, man. So and in, in the fall, when we start doing regional tournaments uh, for KBBT for the qualifier for the national championship, I'm going to be fishing both. I'm going to be fishing, uh, you know, traveling and going around uh, fishing uh, live events, but yet being able to take my identifier and be able to submit my fish to the KBBT deal, too, man. So, look, man, you can do both. You can have fun at both. What's great about this is 1v1. It's man on man. And yeah. Um, you know, it, this, it's a different strategy though. It really is, man. Um, but as I said, you, you have to look at, you have to, you have to study and analyze your opponent where they're going to be ten, potentially fishing. Look at their weathering conditions and stuff like that. You can't control what he does, but you can have an idea of what he can do. And then you have to game plan for it. I completely screwed up. You know what? Here's what happened to me this weekend. I completely screwed up, man. I, you know, I was, I was trying to, our rivers are blown out. Um, our lakes are just completely muddy. So I try to get to a more clear lake. And I just wanted to get five on the board because Austin was fishing Eufaula. And if you know Eufaula, it throws yeah. slabs on the board, okay? Um, and I was – I thought for sure I had to go over 90 inches. So all I was doing it was going after some big slabs, big fish, big baits, doing everything I could to find big fish where all I needed to do was catch a limit. And and, and if I would have caught a limit, I would have beat him. And it, me trying to go after these big monsters, he, it screwed up my head and got me completely out of my game plan. I should have went after the limit first and then gone after the, the, the bigger fish, but I was just big fish hunting the entire day, and it's, yeah. it wound up messing me up. They just weren't chomping that day, you know? Yeah, and, and that's, that's – you know, like if I would have um, done better because I was thinking big fish too, but the guy I went, went against today, he didn't really put up big numbers like he did in the past. And so yeah. if I, if, if I would have chose a place that I could have limited it out, I might have had a chance of uh, – You would have won. You would have yeah. won. But the, the, that's just the thing. I didn't do any. I didn't do any homework on the guy. I didn't see what is what like you know, and, and try to figure out what would be the best approach to me. I just went to the lake that I thought I could catch, you know, decent sized largemouth, and if I needed to, I could go catch some uh, giant smallmouth. And yeah. it was a complete. It was a complete bust for me. But uh, same here, man. Let me ask you, like, so what are the like not not the uh, like dealing with the haters, nature, but what about like the actual uh, like 
like uh, controlling this thing, the logistics, the because uh, mm-hmm. like you were like you were involved heavily, like you knew where people were fishing. You're you're doing like you and uh Mark were doing the uh the you know, the live feeds. What were some of the things you learned from there and things that you could see improving as you go on? Yeah, you know, our technology, man. You know, we did upgrade. A, I got a new laptop because of it, man. I mean, you know, having a Mac is way way better than having just a your normal uh, Windows system that I had before. So we definitely uh, upgraded the camera quality and the and the sound quality here. But technology in itself, Skype, Skype and OBS just don't mix. Skype is just, I mean, Skype. it's rough. It's rough, yeah. man. Um, you know, it, it doesn't have the best images. And, and then also the struggle we've been having, man, is when we do get people on Skype, I don't know what it is about the South, but South doesn't have cell phone towers anywhere. I mean, their service is awful. I mean, why don't we take the guys from the north? I understand how um, cell phone coverage is supposed to be, and bring them down south. I mean, it's terrible. It's terrible the amount of coverage that we have. Um, and so that's been the logistical struggle. We, we we were sitting here after the after the broadcast last night talking about you know like how we can improve. And one of the the, the number one thing we came up with was you know maybe trying to do you know, like uh, GoPro coverage or something to that effect. When we try to do the national bracket next year, we really want to have more of a professional appearance and, and really trying to sh- you know showcase the, the show a lot better. But we're at the mercy of somebody's cell phone coverage. A lot of times we can't get these guys on phones. It's, it's probably our, our, our fault because when we try to call, you know, it's sporadic. We're just picking names off, of, off, of, uh, off a sheet and trying to get them all on the air. And we're trying to do that with 128 anglers throughout a broadcast. You're just like, dialing for dollars man you're just trying to you know phone these guys up whenever and again a lot of times they're fishing in places that just don't have coverage and we just got to move on or, or, or you know kill the airtime so to speak so we've got to get better organized um with our ability to talk to the anglers we've got to be able to make sure everybody's on the same page maybe even to move over to a zoom platform or something that's a little bit better than skype skype's brutal um uh, you know it's not my favorite thing in the world another thing too is like you'll see when we put skype into obs uh, and we try to do a live the live broadcast. Skype windows will completely completely expand and contract as you talk, and that's yeah. no good, man, for visual effect on, on air, man, because right. the window will go above somebody else or something like that. You're, I'm constantly making adjustments, and it, we just got to find a better platform, um, and that's going to suit the anglers, but yet being able to do it uh, with their cell phones, it's going to be a struggle. So the technology aspect of it, I think we can get a whole lot better at. And you know, I think we're doing our homework. We're, we're, we're really trying to. Um, you know, get to know these guys as best best we can. We're trying to treat this as professional as possible. But yeah, we want to have fun, man. We don't. Here's the deal: we don't want to get too corporate. We're not trying to do that, man. This is just freaking fun stuff we can be. So I don't want to be like some kind of, you know, you know, bass uh, or MLF deal. And we, I've got camera guys following these guys around, and they're just, you know, they're nervous about trying to fish because they want to show everybody up. No, man, we're out here having fun. The the whole thing is just catch fish first and worry about the other stuff later, man. Right, Advance. Right and survive that's that's the edges of this bracket man right so what are we looking at now uh you know it looks like COVID 19 or the or the restrictions are starting to let up it looks like we're we're, we're, we're getting closer to like i don't know not end but like just the the, the new normal whatever that's going to be now yeah uh, what are what are some of the things that you're seeing for the future of kbbt well, we're going to maintain the same status, man. Why well, try to break, you know, try to change something that's not broken, right? I mean, the the status and the foundations there. One thing is cool, man. Live events have started in Texas and in other places. We have a matchup this weekend on Saturday. It's Jeff Isham versus Rolando Nandon. Rolando and I talked today. They're going to be fishing a live event on the same water. 
and they're fishing that live event and our event at the same time, and he is pumped up. He's going one-on-one against Jeff Isham in a live event down there, and they know that they're going to have to compete each other with KBBT. And that's been their focus this week. It's really – yeah, they're, they're, they're worried about the live event, but their main focus is this KBBT bracket and moving on. So they're super pumped about that. Again, it's mixing a live event with the KBBT bracket, and that's what we want to do, man, uh, is, is continue that. Now, our next step is to get a – uh, our regional brackets together. So, you know, we've opened up into the Northeast, Mid-Atlantic, Southeast, Midwest, North, Midwest, South, the Texas region, the whole state of Texas and the West region. And the whole thing is to take this um, mindset and have people qualify throughout the year uh, or the end of the year uh, into um, the, the national championship or the big dance of kayak fishing in 2021. And so that's where our goal is, is to get uh, eight or, or 16 people from qualifying from each region into a national bracket for next year and blow this thing up big time. I mean, right. the fees are everything's going to be bigger. The fees, the entry fees are going to be bigger. The prices are going to be bigger. And hopefully we'll have a bunch of sponsors by then and we can help out with that. And then um, we're going to take that 64, round 30, 60, round 64, round 32, sweet 16, all regional, and then take the elite eight on the road to a central lake and have the elite eight final four and championship that weekend, one weekend, just back to back to back. And it's going to be a live event component at a central lake. So that's the bigger plan. Another thing that we're coming out with is in 2021, we are going to open up a high school team bracket championship. Nice. We want to get these kids involved. We want them to represent their high schools and we're going to uh, take the same bracket mental- mentality and have a high school championship and have these kids being able to compete each weekend uh, at their local uh, areas uh, and then, you know, just be able to re- represent their high schools and maybe give them a scholarship or something like that to that effect uh, to, to whatever, man. Uh, we wanted to grow the sport, you know, for the, for the kids, man. And not just kids. I mean, they're high schoolers, you know what I mean? But all we right. want to grow the sport all, all we can, man. And I'm super excited about that. I was a youth pastor for years. I, you know, I just love how love helping young young kids and and young people uh, through life, and this could this could help them big time. Right. So very passionate nice. about that. So um, yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much all I really wanted to hit on. Is there, what, so what 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 did we change at all about the bracket that we just that just started to the the bracket that we just finished? Was there anything that you that you? Cause I mean, I don't obviously I don't know how much you really can change, but it's. Uh, did you change the time format at all? Did you, like, was there anything like lessons that you learned from the uh, from the previous yeah. bracket? You know, yeah, that's I think gonna... man, we we did change the time a little bit. We changed it to um we we people people had a conniption when I brought it to eight hours. Uh, they were like, no, we want ten hours. We want to fish the entire day. And I'm like, okay, man, you know, you can fish ten hours, no big deal. Uh, you're not going to be saying that when it comes down to the final four and then you know the championship. You wish you had a little bit less time, but. Um, we, we moved it over from a six to four time frame because, you know, the, the sun's rising early. So we just changed the times a little bit. Uh, we did change how we're going to be able to fish because we want to squeeze this bracket into a shorter time frame than we did. Instead of dragging it out like six weeks on the last one, we want to fit it in. So we'll be having back to back weekends um, fish, fishing um, and we're trying to get it wrapped up before Father's Day. Um, so, yeah, man, we're, we're making a little bit of adjustments here and there. Uh, but again, I think more of our adjustments are going to be the the major technology things and just trying to get to know our anglers a lot better and and just run it from that standpoint, man. The payouts are going to be bigger because it's a double it's a double field bracket. So yeah, man, um, I think we did a pretty good job. To be honest with you, for our first one, I think um, you know I, w- I would say if I was if I was to give it uh, a grade, I'd say it's going to be a B plus. Okay, cool. No, like just something that that was considered like 
What about um, cause, you know, like weather conditions and things like that? Has there been anything, like, any challenges dealing with that as far as like, I mean, at some point, you want because you want to tell the, the angler because for one you want to bring any bad spotlight on the uh, the brand, you know, as far you know, like not giving someone a chance when like conditions are just dangerous as far as yeah, especially with summer coming up. We got hurricane conditions coming yeah, up. We got yeah, we got yeah. we got tornado weather is happening in Tennessee. Um, what what is the thought process? Uh, now as we're getting to like the summer months, the warmer months when when uh weather can be deadly. Yeah, Robert Bryan and I were actually talking about this today from Virginia. He's got storms coming up this weekend on Saturday, and he says, "Listen, I'll fish if it's safe," and that's their decision, man. I mean, I, we can't tell them to go fish. You know, I mean, look, take the L and move on. I'd rather have you say, take the L and you fish next time with us than freaking you get out there with your pride. And, and you know, like we had a guy flip his kayak over the weekend, man. Mark, Marcus Coates flipped his kayak this weekend because of the winds. We had Richie Martinez and 30-mile-hour winds fishing, man. I mean, look, man, use your head. Use your brain. This is just competition. It's not – we are not trying to get your life out there in danger, man. This is just all about competition and having fun. Take the L and move on, man. I mean, it is what it is. So yeah. what? You lose 40 bucks in your pride. It is, but at least you get to fish another day, you know? Right. But again, you, you are the captain of your own vessel, man. I mean, that's just the way it works. And okay. uh, they have to take responsibility for their own um, for their own safety. All right. Well, is there anything else you want to say before we wrap this up, like as far as people we want to thank or, you know, whatever that just made the, made this uh, this whole this whole event that you just started on? Like on a two-day notice or whatever it was. Yeah, man. Uh, there's there's so many people to thank, man. I mean, like, like yourself, Josh. I want to thank you for, for getting the word out, man. I want to thank um, you know the guys. Uh, be honest with you, man. Um, look, everybody's been supportive. I want to thank Marcus Coates. I want to thank Todd Patrick. I want to thank, thank my wife and kids for putting up with me, man, because I've been you know, <laughs> you know working my butt off with this whole production thing, uh, taking a lot of time away from them. Um, you know, I, I just the amount of outpouring and messages we've had have been fantastic. The, the kayak community has been phenomenal. Um, you know, the, people like at uh, Paddle and Finn and Kayak uh, Bass Nation and, and uh, you know, even uh, KBF uh, um, has been fantastic. They've been out, they've been outreaching to us. They're very supportive of that. Actually, Chad Hoover and I did, did have a conversation and he's hundred percent supportive of what we're doing. Uh, which, you know, it's when you get a, when you get a call from a guy like that and, and he's on board, what you're doing, man, um, look, what, what are you going to say? I mean, yeah. uh, and I, I'll, I'll tell you this, I have the utmost now more so the utmost respect for guys like Chad Hoover, AJ, uh, McWhorter, uh, McWhorter, and, um, uh, Steve, uh, Owens, those guys, man, I have a little bit of a taste of what they go through. Son, I mean, you guys just don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you guys just don't know. And those guys, hats off to you guys, man. And, um, you know, just keep on doing what you're doing. And, uh, you know, we're all in this together, man. Support each, support one another, man. It's really cool. Okay, well, I appreciate you sharing your time with me. I just wanted to do a recap because this is a big thing for you. Like, it came out of nowhere. Or, I'm not saying COVID-19 is over, but we're trying to open things up. And so it got us through a um, – a really, a really unique time in, you know, in our lives. And so, uh, and, and you know, it, it gave us a new idea of what or how competition can be or how tournament fishing can be. It doesn't have to be uh, A and B. Like, there's, there's different options out there. So, uh, we really do appreciate it, man. And, uh, you know, I can't thank you enough for coming on the show and all the things you do. But uh, we'll talk to you soon, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for the support. Take all care, right. guys.